लेडीज जेंटलमैन साइबॉक्स एंड बॉट्स वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ द डिस्ट्रप्टिया पॉडकास्ट वेयर आर्टिफिशियल इंटेलिजेंस डिस्ट्रप्टिव टेक्नोलॉजी एंड कॉमेडी को लाइट आई एम योर होस्ट सैम कुमानी आई एम एन एमेजॉन बेस्ट सेलिंग ऑथर सीरियल एंटरप्रेनर एंड टेक्स स्टार ऑफ फाउंडर Disruptia podcast is not your average podcast. On this podcast, I invite a stand-up comedian to come on the show and discuss with me the latest, the greatest and the downright weirdest happening in the world of tech. Here at Disruptia, we love breaking down the most complex topics into bite-sized, digestible and most importantly, jargon-free pieces. We are here to disrupt your world to bring the future to your doorstep and we are also here to make you laugh in this episode of the Disruptia podcast stand up comedian Papi Azukar and I we talk about what happens if AI runs out of data to train itself and also we talk about some of the other aspects of AI such as creativity in the age of AI so let's get into it Papi Azukar it's great to have you on the show so looking forward to <laughs> to talking with you about all things whatever's happening in the world of AI and tech so i see that you've got your bong ready you're all set to go let's go that's right that's right my friend you're asking for trouble and i'm sure to provide it <laughs> let's go that brings me to that story that i read about how like AI makes all this stuff up it is because it's just going and reading through what's existing out there on the internet and based on that it's making up its mind so it's pretty much jumping one step ahead of google so we used to search and then we used to go through 10 different places or three different places and then read and then paraphrase it but now you can ask ai a question it would do that job for you it will go through all the internet data and then come up with something that is the most sort of plausible thing that's combined of multiple different articles together but it's not only limited to articles it's also people's information and that's how um chat gpt open ai all these things work and that's one of the reasons why it's getting in trouble in europe in europe there are something called gdpr where you cannot mm-hmm. look at people's data and stuff without permission and ai is doing that big time so i have no idea how they are going to go through it and they are going to overcome that or ai is going to overcome that obstacle because without data ai doesn't work it works on large language models and and it's getting all this language and all this words and things from reading the internet social media all, all those sort of things so they've got an extension now for a few more months to keep running in some parts of europe but th- this is a ongoing situation that there will be uh, yeah but yeah but yeah but if if you if you need that kind of underhanded you know illegal crap there's always china you know that but <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's funny because it's true they don't no, have GD, they, to... they don't have gdpr they don't need to worry about there uh, there, there is no gdpr that <laughs> yeah. yeah but they will be but if it comes if it comes down to it that you're not allowed to do something somewhere you know north korea will do it on the side and china will do it on the side you know that's what's yeah. going to happen because that's the whole idea i don't think that i don't think that um humans have ever put the genie back in the bottle they have you know? never the, the only the only way which is kind of cool of what's happening now you know i mean there people are there's some people at least who are actually making a more concerted effort to conserve let's say right where it hadn't happened you know people say ah, i do a little you know and that's all when things get bad enough 
Yes. Which was the thing I was going to say before, because let's finish the AI. And then I've got a couple of stories that I want to. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. No, no, there, there isn't much to it. So it's pretty much the AI will have to go through all these challenges, all these legal hoops before it becomes even more sort of mainstream. The chatbots and all these things get more mainstream. So basically AI is really good at identifying patterns because it can go through 1 million scans of x-rays together or MRI scan, but it had to be fed that 1 million scans. And those are private medical records of some people that it is. Right, like, right. So, so that's where right, the so problem it, is coming, so, coming up. Right, so GPT's um, fuel Yes, is, is, data. is basically a larger quantity of data yes. than, it, which kind of makes sense. But but I, my big question about AI, the one thing I was thinking about today, yes. and since I'm not really in it, but I understand it and I'm yes. um, curious, how, what is the relationship between AI and creativity? Because on one respect, in one level, you think of your our own life experience, yes. you know, for instance, as a songwriter, you you listen to enough songs Yes. And, and that's already happening, right? So AI yeah. is able to, but then the question is, in terms of the greatest songs or the greatest art or the greatest ideas, there's usually been kind of this quantum leap difference. So the question is, just um, just theoretically, because I don't know this about AI, maybe you do, can AI get to a point where it's crosses that quantum leap of coming up with something that has actually never been? Okay, so is that, or is that functionally yes. what the human brain does anyway, just with an update? Yes, I, I have an answer for this. So have you seen that documentary? It's called Everything is a Remix. So, so there is basically an idea that everything that we do is inspired from something, like we stand on shoulders of giants. So every singer, songwriter, everything they did was because they learned first the alphabet, then the English language, then and, and they learn and then they adapt and then they create something mixed match of other things. So they combine two things and create. And that's precisely the same thing that AI is doing. So so there is hence no no difference to human creativity. What the the key difference is AI does it without understanding. We do it with an understanding. When AI writes a paragraph, it doesn't understand the paragraph. It just knows that it is who are you um, is a sentence, and so um, if there is who are, and then you comes generally after that. So it has read million times that sort of a thing, so then it, it does it. So it just has a higher capacity to capture and process data, so it has a higher likelihood to come up with more unique things. And it is mm -hmm. scary at the rate at which it can improve, because for us as a human being, whatever we learn and read, um, we improve only that much. Whereas for AI, think of it as a collection of 10,000 human beings and uh, one human being somewhere in India or China or somewhere that person reads and you improve that much as well. So you are improving at the rate of 10,000 now multiplied by a million or a billion because it can read so much and process so much data. So it can come up with so many more permutations and combinations of stuff, whether That's it's right. music, that it comes up with more unique things than humans can. <laughs> um, but there is a thing that, you know, it is consuming all the data that has been generated up to this point. Um, and so now there'll be more data that'll be generated by AI. So then will it have a lack of originality because there is no more humans generating it that it can read? So that is a big question that it will run out of data to consume. Exactly, and but I, I feel that that'll probably be 
you know, it's it'll probably that will probably get fixed. Actually, that remind this story reminds me of uh, another tech story from 1978. <laughs> wow, this is a tech history episode. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay, so here we go, and you and you, you, I promise you'll see the connection. So 1978. And I went to Dartmouth College, and at the time, John Kemeny, who was a colleague of Einstein and was one of the guys who actually started basic computer, who invented basic computer language. And I don't remember, and, and he did it with another guy. I forget the other guy's name, but I took a computer class, a computer programming class with this other guy, and it was kind of computer programming for non-math majors, right? So it was, which was just cool. And I had this idea that I would, because again, this is before video games really. It was like they didn't have anything like this. I was going to write a program where the computer would play Scrabble with me. And what was cool about it was that all the tech guys, you know, at the computer, they said it was impossible. And interestingly, the reason they thought it was impossible was that it would take too long to input enough vocabulary. But see, this is why you must try everything. Um, I, I did it, you know, I, I, it's hours and hours and hours of, you know, all these, I was, I'm, you know, I'm not like your typical geeky computer guy, but I was figuring this thing out, I was programming it. And then what I discovered was, same principle of what we're talking about with AI, that even though the vocabulary, maybe I put in a couple thousand words, yes. something like that, that even though the vocabulary was so much smaller, because it had constant access to every single word it knew in a yes. split second, it was. It actually could beat you in Scrabble. Yeah, and exactly so that was right. exactly. And, right. and I actually I got a special citation from my professor. For, yes. Right. So as a philosophy major, it was fun that I got this, and it also revealed what we're looking, what we're seeing here. That even though it needs so much data, it may not need as much data as we think because it's going to have access to all the data. At all times, yes. At all times, which humans can't do. All right, you want you want to talk about the remaining webcam girls, and that's tech too, if you like. So look, it's been it's been an absolute uh, absolute pleasure. We'll have to do this again. We'll have to. I'll collect some more fun things to talk about, and and let's do this in future. On on that note, thank you so much for your time. All thank right, you so see you. Much. My pleasure. See you yeah. later. And just like that, we are at the end of another episode of the Disruptia Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this wild journey now that we are here it's time for you to take the wheel i would like you to leave a review for this podcast and share it with a friend if you haven't subscribed you know what to do by now go and subscribe and if you want to know what else is going on in the world of tech and want some more laughs then go and check out some of our other episodes we'll see you again in the next episode of the Disruptia podcast with more laughs, with more tech news, with more explanations, breakdowns of what's happening. And as always, more of this friendly banter. Thank you so much. Keep disrupting and keep laughing.